excuse me. Hello. Oh, it is filter optional. Wow, I got choked up there. I know. I was I was thinking and trying to talk at the same time, but welcome to Filter Optional. I am Chico West, the no filter. Yes, and I'm Shannon West, the filter. Uh, and this is a Casa Kalina production yes. once again. Casa Kalina production, yes. And and we, you know, just for a second, like to thank everybody that, that watches. We're kind of getting back into the routine, um, even though not a lot's Whatever, changed. the new normal. I know, it's crazy because you just try to think about what to talk about, and it's just like trauma and situations are just escalating all over the place and it's like we we you know and in some of the stuff we don't we want to listen instead of you know talk about yeah definitely and we said that last week that um there are definitely definitely a few areas that we just need to sit back and listen and activate when needed and and then just talk about stuff but you know there's plenty that we can talk about though i mean especially like personally um you know, I, since I got home, so I, I shared all my on-site information, not all of it, but what I wanted to share last week. And um, I got a lot of good feedback about it. I mean, people were like, I want to hear more about, you know, what you're doing. And um, I liked I liked one of the comments that, you know, I think it was Caroline Shubal that yes. listened to the episode. She goes, I'll be your accountability partner. <laughs> yes, I know. And that'd be great. So, just, But I like that because all of a sudden people are interactive. We do read the comments. Yeah, you know, we do. We, yeah. we do like that sometimes. Shannon usually, you know, when it goes live, you're you're there to comment. Usually, I was on a business call this Monday at yeah. ten. Um. Anyway, so I I was on a business call and I was like, why am I on a business call right now while it's live? But um, I did watch it later and um, I just, you know, there are lots of tools um to use and I. I'm kind of blinged out today because I haven't gotten dressed in like four months, you know, except for when I do this. A few times. A few times. But um, so. What this, is that? That is. So what this little thing, got. you can't, if you're just listening, you can't see. It's called the shift necklace. Um, have shift I told you? Necklace? Shift. Oh, shift. There's an F in there. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> You have terrible comedic timing, though. You were trying to be funny, and you just weren't. But um, you should have said the shit. You know, no, the shift. The um, shift. The shift. Okay, necklace. So um, I learned about these on OnSite. And um, they're really great because, and I, of course, they're not sponsoring us or anything. I swear, Essentia Water should sponsor us. And, and OnSite. <laughs> and OnSite, because I found about this at OnSite. But um, so it is created um a japanese company has created it. it's quite a scientific actually um device but it's a necklace you wear around your neck and it's pretty too but you breathe in your nose and fill your lungs with air and then you put the shift to your okay, mouth try it right now and you and breathe I, out okay I so no, breathe I'm, in your nose okay do it right now and then what she does is she breathes out and it slows down your breath it does. It naturally slows down your breath the way that it's aerodynamically, you know, whatever. I don't and know. So I'm not an engineer. And so it helps with anxiety. And so you're supposed to do it like five times if you start to feel anxious about anything. So you can imagine that I've been blowing on this thing like all day. Is that like the same concept as breathing into a paper bag? Kind of? I think yeah, so. Yeah, kind I think of. So. It, 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 it explains that if you go to the website, the sh I think it's the shift necklace is what I would look at. The company is Komuso or something. But um, 
it explains the science behind it, like what it does to your oxygen levels and your heart rate and your limbic system and your adrenal and whatever. It, it talks about what it does to your whole body. And I'm like, I am in, I, you know, well, and I like, I like that you said that, Hey, I have to, uh, I've been doing it five times a day. So you get back from onsite. Travis has been down in, um, in Austin since yes. like May 7th, you know, and this didn't come in the mail immediately. I didn't get it. I had to order it. And so, um, I came back from onsite and I was like rocking and rolling and we filmed our last um, episode and I was sharing all my great tips and how I was just rocking and rolling along or whatever. And then boom, we do it. And we, we, we filmed on, uh, you know, Monday before last, um, which was the eighth yes, or the seventh, seventh or eighth. And then uh, it didn't air until the, this, this Monday, the 15th. Correct. And so we were in here, we're in the studio, we're talking about on site, we're talking about this, this stuff. And all of a sudden, uh, we get a call. No, they, no, no, not on the eighth. He was, oh, it was, it was, I, yeah. I thought we recorded yeah. on Wednesday and then we aired on Monday. Yeah, we did right. record late. Okay. We recorded late, but here's the deal on real Wednesday. quick, real quick. They tested at UT. 58 of the players that were already on campus right. or near campus or, you know, living Mama, in their yeah. par right. apartments in and, Austin, in Austin. Sophomore, and, juniors, seniors, yeah. and Travis is down there and they tested all of them. He shows up with 103.7 temperature. No, 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 no. He called the trainer before he went to the facility because they all had scheduled times that they were supposed to go in so that they were all separated. I mean, they did a knockout job of doing all the separation and t testing. So, but he woke up with 103 temperatures. So he called the trainer and said, I have 103 temperatures. Should I come to the facility? And he said, uh, no, you need to go to the drive-through testing area at the hospital and then just go back home and sit and wait. And so he did that. So he did. We, we sent Beck, because Beck had been with him the week before, uh, down to Casa and get tested. Yeah. Travis comes back positive. That, the next day. The next day. He found day. out on Tuesday. And he could either stay in the dorm for two weeks, sheltered in place, and they'll deliver food to yeah, the room. Yeah, by himself. You know, and Cannot not, leave, not the leave the room because it has a shower and a toilet and all that. Or And he, he could, didn't even tell me about that option. <laughs> yeah. Or he could come home and we're blessed. We have a back house. Well, it's it's not as glamorous as it sounds. Okay, so no, let's, it's let's a, just it's be a real. converted it's a, garage yes, that's a, one big man yes. cave room yes. that does have a shower and a toilet. But the shower, it's kind of like the Fonz on Happy Days. That's yes. exactly. Exactly. It's exactly. Oh, I wanted the Fonz's spot so <laughs> yeah. bad. It, it was so upstairs too. though, but yeah, this but is so just downstairs. It, but. You know, we use the shower as storage. We our hot water heater yes. went out ten years ago, and we just haven't needed the shower. And back Travis here, so. is packing his his stuff up, and he's getting ready to come. I call my buddy Gordo. Yeah, you know, so with Gordon Highlander, yes. great construction. He's been company. on the show before. Um, but he gets one of his guys, and they replace the hot water heater. We clean it out before Travis, which gets is there. incredible. Think about it: replacing a hot water heater in five hours. We had five hours. And to clean it out and to yeah. get, and I Shannon mean, ran to the store and got supplies. So we didn't have to go back there. We haven't, oh, I took, we I haven't took, in, been around him. Yes. No, no, we haven't. I took paper plates and I put, took everything back there that he could throw away a big basket of snacks and whatever. And then he'll just text me when he's hungry and I put it out on a table and I text him and I'm say, 
Food's, food's on the table and he comes out and we and get back inside yeah. and we don't i mean i and so when he was showing up i locked our house just in case he forgot to and he might have come in but no he he did not come no, in no, no. we he haven't been around him but for 24 hours we're waiting for beck because beck had been with us for the last five days but he'd been with travis we got him tested and we didn't leave the house no we didn't leave the house no of course and not. so his test came back negative we haven't been there and so it's like you talk about that you know so, well, shift shift okay so here's the thing not only did i have the stress of getting this room ready for him which i'm grateful that we had and all this stuff and then we're also remodeling a bathroom which is another story but um i my phone, once people started finding out that it was, tra I mean, we had to tell his roommates, the people that he'd been around, the contact tracing and all that stuff. My phone started blowing up and it was people really wanting to know what was happening to Travis. Like he's like a science experiment, really. Yes. Like he's the guinea pig. He's, he's the first people that most everyone in my circle knows that knows has tested, positive, that tested yeah, and had, positive and yeah. was symptomatic. Yes. Not just tested positive and was asymptomatic. And so the me having to practice my boundaries and my codependency, because when people reached out to me, I normally would feel like I had to get back to them. Like they deserved an answer and all this stuff. And I'm like, look, I got to take so care you, of what's So you get back from onsite, you get this shift thing. We find out about <laughs> Travis. We test back. No, it finally people comes are, in the mail and I'm like blowing on it. You know, nonstop because anxiety's there and you know and then other and then people are calling and their anxiety's up their anxiety's up because they're like is he okay is he okay okay i was around you this weekend yeah. yeah but how long has he had a fever how they want to know exact i mean i get text every day how's travis and i know that it is coming from a genuine place of concern asking about travis but it's also coming from a place of like Tell me what his symptoms are. Like, have they gone away yet? Have they gone away yeah. yet? Is it really 14 days? Is it really 14 days? You know, and I get that. I get that people want to know, but I kind of don't have the bandwidth right now to, but to deal with that. To but, tell um, our audience right now is, yeah, so Travis had symptoms yeah. on, you know, Sunday night and then Monday, uh, you know, he Monday, called the trainer Tuesday, and Wednesday he Wednesday. had a little fever, uh -huh. but no fever. Now it's been a, a week since he hadn't had fever. You know, but it was about three days of 103, 102, but, but, but the 99 I've always on said this, he is my kid. You know how a mom knows their kids. He's my one that's always run fever. Like he's been a fever baby. And, um, so Tra I mean, Beck doesn't have fever very often, but Travis has always like, he got swine flu and all that stuff. So I just think it affects everybody individually. And I'm sure that people out there that ha are listening that, have had it might be going screaming like that's not what i had that's not the same thing it's okay, not the same but thing. here here's so, the deal let's pause because if yeah. people have had it you know travis it's today is june 18th you know you'll hear this on the 23rd or whatever 22nd 21st, right 22nd you know his birthday is june 25th he will be 21 he's a college athlete he's in good shape you know he had symptoms and for about three days and then he's been tired you know the last few days yeah, he said but fatigued but it, it's just you know from being sick but he doesn't re he didn't really have a lot of the symptoms he didn't but you still don't know what is what the damage the virus has done to his body as far as he's going to go back and get tested they're going to do an ekg on his heart and 
you know, they're going to test things. So that. And that's good. Uh, We're know, it, another thing for us to be grateful for. We had Gordon Highlander that, you know, Gordo came through big time. You know, we have a back house. We didn't ha have to be around him. He wasn't stuck in a dorm room. Then he gets to go back to UT and they're going to give him this whole workup. We got yes. the email, you know, they're going to do an EKG. They're going to, you know, test all this stuff before they get him back practicing. Right now, now he's one of 13 players that have it. Right. Uh, the other good thing is his roommates all tested negative. They did. They so that's a negative. positive. You mm -hmm. know, he was with his roommates, uh, family at the lake. They, they, they tested, tested negative. negative, except the girl that he was with. That was from OU. Okay. I think that was yeah, a conspiracy that's... trying to take down the UT football no, team. No, 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 that's, we're not going to talk about his, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could have been. Okay. But, but that, um, but, but we're just talking about, about these things because, and, and this isn't really as much a COVID is we're, we are going to talk about just fear and equ equity and, you know, yeah, some empathy. other empathy. And, and because I also, this leads up to, um, when I realized the reality is that the virus is not going away, it's not going away. Okay, people, everybody knows that. And I think that there's so much fear on every side of the issue that people are, you know, either they want someone else to handle it for them. Like I'm, I'm kind of the, whatever the low energy and a crisis and you're kind of high energy. Like I want somebody to kind of take, tell me what to do. and and say, you need to wear a mask everywhere and everything else. But I'm realizing it has got to be everyone's personal responsibility to kind of take care of other people and by taking care of yourself. And, well, um, and, and, and what I mean, what, what I'm going to say about that is that as I start to realize the reality of the situation, I started thinking about my commitments and I email, you know, that I'm on the um, board of ARM, ARM yes. Ministries, Adult Rehabilitation Ministries. We've also had the director of ARM on OB. our podcast, Obi Bussy. And so you can go back and watch him and hear about the uh, ministry, but they do a golf tournament um, every fall, September-ish uh, to fundraise. Their, it's their main fundraiser. It's kind of their only fundraiser. And so I was sort of in charge of it this year. And I got so stressed out. I was, as I'm blowing into my shift, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, um, we can't have a golf tournament in September. There's no way we can pull this together to do it right by the ministry. So we got on a meeting with the board and it just had me thinking about equity and treatment like these men and women at ARM and WARM, the women's side of the ministry, need treatment right now. And I have got to figure out how to find um, a solution to that. We've got to tap into our trauma now. We've got to tap into our um, deepest places of empathy for human, you know, mankind. We've got to use these examples. Well, and I would like pain. to, yeah. I would like to say this, Shannon. We, I mean, and I, I struggle with it. We, I've talked about it on the episode, but I, I think it's the human condition is we got to get out of self. Yes. And, and, and what you're saying is I like your passion. Close the gap. Yeah. I like your compassion. You're, you're on there with Ovi and, and Miss Cynthia and, you know, and then there's some, some other good people that, you know, have a, you know, have a connection, 
with arm and they're they're seeing this ministry it's in south dallas it's helping out people coming out of the court system or off the streets but they're doing good 12-step work it's connected with uh golden gate baptist church i mean and and they're there it's a six-month minimum commitment uh and and they're providing good treatment at 15 bucks a day but a lot of these people can't even afford that oh, you well, know and because it's, they're homeless yes so they can't, of course they can't afford $15. So the fundraiser, which, which makes it, if everybody could get out of self, I think it would alleviate a lot of their fear in life. And then you're helping yourself and you're helping other people. I know that there are people out there that could give 15 times a year, you know, to have a year's stay for somebody to get yes. them off of the street. How much would that ease your fear and to give of yourself and it's not just Take, giving out i self. like i like when you're saying that it's how much would that it's like all of a sudden when i start getting out of self i'm not that the fear kind of goes away i'm not thinking about hey am i going to get this virus maybe i do maybe i don't right but it, you know if i'm getting out of self and helping others you know, and seeing, hey, where the help is. And sometimes we got to get out of our little neighborhoods and not just help others, you know, in our little bubbles because we all live in our little bubbles. Because I do, I have realized too that um, a lot of my fear has subsided over the past week because it's living at my house right now. Now <laughs> it's in the back house, but you know what? You know, people can talk all they want about like, I'm not coming around you. I don't blame them. I mean, yes. I, I was the one saying that originally a couple I mean, months you can go ago back, go back you know two months ago to my episodes about my friendship my relationship fracturing because of my getting mad at people for their decisions that they were making about how they were operating in all of this so i don't blame people for saying i don't want to be around you or whatever and i'm like i haven't even been around travis but i had to ease my fear i've gotten to i've had to get out of self i've had to be like I've got to take care of Travis. This is a reality. He cannot leave the room. Yeah. So I have to take care of him. And then I've got to think about other people, other people. Well, and then of course, I mean, all this, um, you know, all the racial divide and everything has me turned upside down to wanting to, wanting to empathize with people and make changes. I mean, change has, change is happening and change has to happen. But you have to get out of self. Well, and remember, remember my buddy. For that to happen, I, yeah. I think about that when you're talking about change. Remember my buddy Jerry Brown. We we went out to uh, that program 15 years ago called Sober Living by the Sea. Yeah, well, yeah. and he was the psychologist, and and he wrote a book, uh, you know, on parenting. But what he said, I love it. He goes, "To change is hard. To not change is hard." Sure. And so when we're, you know, talking about, you know, the, the equity and treatment, the, you know, just the equity and in the social, you know, in the diversity and, and stuff like that to not change is going to be hard, but to change is going to be hard. You know, any way we go is going to be hard. Yes. But we've got to go, go. We have to, we have to change. We have to do some things differently and we have to be open. You know, I, I love it. You don't even know this, Shannon. You know, one of my good buddies, Mike Early, um, you know, I'm on my Zoom meeting yesterday. And before the meeting started, we're waiting for people to get on it. And Early, 71 years old, and we're talking about this COVID stuff. And they're asking about Travis. And it got passionate. You know, and we we started, 
you know, kind of going at it. And I was given my viewpoints. He was given his, and you know, he made, and you know, early, yeah, oh, he yeah, made, yeah. he made some comments a little off color. Yeah. Uh, sure. And he texted me today. Hey, are you upset with me? I love it. You know? Yeah. And I go, no, I, what I texted him back. And then we talked on the phone as I goes, that's what I love about this meeting. And I love about you, he Mike. He was talking about COVID though. He was talking about COVID. Yeah, COVID. I, I just he, want to make sure that you're not No, saying, when I say off color, he was saying F Texas. Yeah. You know, so no. it was. I know, I know. I just want to make sure, because we've been swapping between. Yes. No, he, we're talking equity, about yeah. COVID. I, just, and, I was just clarifying. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, because um, I know Mike. Yes. Yeah. And so, and, and I didn't take it personal. And I, but what I, what's so cool about that is, man, I love this meeting. And I told him, I go, I love you. And I love this meeting. And I love the fact that, you have a different viewpoint than I do, you know, and that, hey, we can ag actually agree to disagree. Well, no. it's like it's like we were talking earlier. If people can focus on similarities rather than differences. That is key. It's just key. I mean, if you can. It's like we talked about though three months ago where I just kept saying, if you can focus on gratitude and then slowly but surely it was hard to find things to be grateful for. I'm kind of tugging and cheeking because it's, I'm grateful to be alive. You know, I mean, I am grateful that I have a home and all that stuff. So there's always something you can be grateful for, but we need to focus on similarities like, you know, empathy, human beings. We are all, you know going through things. And I, and I think I want to talk about when I talk about arm, that's equity in, um, in treatment that yes. I'm talking about. So, uh, you know, I kind of wanted to, I hope that's a decent segue, but I, I kind of want you to talk about a little bit like I, we were talking about for $15 a day. And then I, when I was talking to, um, the, who was I talking to about, um, how, Sometimes it's hard to explain to people how, like, Casa Kalina can produce the same outcome of treatment that ARM can for, and Casa costs so much more. Yes. Um, but the outcome is apples to apples, but the pathway is not. Well, and, but, but before you even go there, is yes, it's fifteen dollars a day, but they're getting help from you know Golden Gate Baptist Church. Oh, yes, they're getting they, help they, from yes. uh, Holland Park United, courts. from the drug courts, from Holland Park United Methodist. Yes, no, from right. From Park City's yes, Press. Yes, it's and a so it's really not fifteen dollars a day. Agreed. It's it's a it's a you nonprofit. Know, yes, it's a nonprofit. So you know there there is there is some differences, but the similarities. I think what you're talking about the similarities is. What what arms doing is is they're really helping men and women. Now there yeah. is a difference. Casa Kalina doesn't take women. Well, no, that's true. You know, but, yeah, but uh, to focus on the similarities, but gives the similar me hope. It gives me hope. Oh yes, that these people in Dallas can lead productive lives. Well, and there's an there's just, a just like the self centered you know um, professional that is just leaving his you know, high paying job for a short time to get sober. I mean, I'm not ragging on CASA clients, but it just. Yeah. But you're, you're talking about, okay, equity and treatment and that, and what's happening is I like it because, you know, we, 
you know, you and I have been involved in that. And, you know, I, I love Minna Nehemiah as well. You know, Maggie's house. It's like yes, there, there's, yes, you know, the Maggie's 24 house, hour yes. club. I mean, we've talked about those things and, and, you know, our passion is, is recovery, but there's other things out there that you can be passionate about and get involved in Yes, that, uh, you know, the, the family place helps people in counseling through, yes. you know, domestic violence. You know, you've seen us with the family legacy court, you know, that, but there's other things out there that, you know, you can get involved in that are helping people that don't have the resources. Right. And you can get out of self. And so when you look at equity and in treatment, uh, it is apples to apples. Now there are some, some differences, but the similarities are, is like how helping people, helping men and at, at men and Nehemiah and an arm and, you know, it's helping men yes. get out of their selfishness, self-centeredness. Warm is doing the same thing with women, yeah. like Maggie's house right. is as well. Right. You know, recognizing that they have an allergy of the body and a, a, an a obsession of the mind. Easy for you to say. Yes. yes. Uh, but that's what we're doing also at Casa. But the, the best part where there's the biggest similarities, you know, when I say all those different programs, you know, Maggie's house or you know, uh, arm or warm or men Nehemiah or Casa Kalina. It's about community. Yes. It's yes. about community and connection. Yes. And so how we and not division or strife one upping or better than or privilege. Or yes. Or any of those things, but it's like coming like together check, and check your privilege at the door. Yeah. And come together and at your brokenness. It's kind of like Jesus, you know, yes. Come anyone. And you know, so that's, anyone, anyone is invited to the table, you know, I mean, anyone. And, and our hope with filter optional is that, man, we're all freaking broken. Yes. You know, and it's like, Hey, you can stick your head in the sand or recognize, man, I, you know, I, I, I need to learn how to get out of self. I need to have a relationship with God. Even without a, you know, a lot of people that I was at on site with, um, because it was just the living, I say just the living centered program, but I mean, everything else is a little more pointed, like the grief and loss and, um, things like that. You've obviously had a tragedy or a loss. And, um, so the living centered is kind of, it, it is, I think there are more people there that are kind of like, well, I didn't really have any trauma. You know, I didn't, I didn't really have anything going on. And I think that mindset can keep you in a selfish place. It can keep you in a place of feeling like, mm, yeah, what, and I, that the, is, the, none the of that word. really applies to me, which is what is they're talking about now with all the um, protesting and everything. They're like, people quit saying, you know, what about me? What about me? Well, yeah. all lives matter. I mean, I'm sorry to bring that up. I know it's a hot button, but it's like, why would you say that? Because it doesn't, matter about exactly. you it's well and here's the deal i like what you're saying is uh but but i had even apply. the selfishness self-centeredness but but people stay stuck yes and we have blind I spots i had to admit, admit yes i had to find my blind spots and admit where they are and then and then move forward and realize that and so what we're talking a lot about of things do apply to me actually and what we're talking about today and i guess maybe we can even title this episode um, we, you shared about some blind spots when you were talking about the onsite experience, but really if we get out of ourself and help others, you know, and find things to, to do, 
we're going to we're 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 going to really address some of that selfishness self-centeredness but we're going to get unstuck you yes. know and so in order I to like close that. a gap there's a gap right now in the world yes whether it has to do with race age you know there's a whole millennial and boomers you know yes um there's a whole gap in age in race in economics you know uh the the wealth gap the poor and wealth gap there there's a gap everywhere covid gap <laughs> I mean, yes there is a gap everywhere and how do you close a gap that, what, do you, what do you have to do that is a great question what do you what do you have to do to close a gap? so you have a gap what do you have to do to close the gap you have to move you have to move you have to move if you don't move, if we stay stuck you don't close we can... the gap and we're going to stand at the end of the gap and be screaming in frustration at the other side of the gap and and when we move all of a sudden we talked about in another episode when we were talking about addiction and stuff like that we were talking about how it's how a lot of times the addict is so good at rationalizing justifying and minimizing when we're stuck you know, and looking at the other side of that gap and not moving, we will rationalize, justify, and minimize our behaviors, our yes. actions, our thoughts, you know, and we can build up, you know, a whole altar to that. Yes. You can build your temple right there at the edge of the gap. <laughs> yes. And, and you can give, and stay there and you can give evidence and, but you will not hear what the other side says no. and you will have these blind spots. You'll go just shut up in your room. Yes. That and, you've built for and, yourself. And, and that's what we're seeing all over, you know, our, our own yes. experience and what we see, you know, on television and everything and else. You could draw it on paper for those that need a visual, like, you know, psychodrama it's like, figure out what your gap is. Figure out what's on the other side of that gap for you. And figure out how do you ha have to close that gap. It may not be, like, ageism is not a gap that I need to close or whatever. I like young people, millennials. They, I like you know, young people. Whatever. I like I old mean, people. It's fine, yeah. I mean, I think they offer, I think young people and old people Well, I, I got to pause and do a little ADD but, moment for yes. a second. Okay. We went to Lowe's with our mask on. Yes, you know, we, we did. took a picture and sent it to Elizabeth at Laha because I had the Laha mask on. Yes. And the guy uh, that was helping us, oh, Chico. he said, I, I, I look like I'm in my 30s. He said, you look like you're in your 30s. And you go, take your mask off because he'll see. He goes, Ooh, you even look even younger than that. Oh, that with is your not, mask he did not say I mean, younger than just that. Like, he, I not. he was a millennial that saw me not as a 51-year-old man, but a 30 He was chatty too. So yeah, I, he, I think he just wanted I, to chat with you. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, but I, I, but I do know that what's on the other side of the gap for me and you know lots of things that i need to i need to move and learn and educate myself and, and be open admit admit and take ownership take ownership which is a whole that's hard oh my gosh that we we are doing a podcast on, on ownership. ownership and yes. apologizing yes because people don't apologize anymore and if they don't if you are a person that is hesitant to ever apologize then you aren't owning your stuff oh You're not we, owning we your got stuff. it i you saw that email i sent i owned uh today 
to the sap. Did you yes, say that? Yes. Somebody else wrote that. You did not write no, that. No, I wrote that. You did? Yes. All by myself. All, really? Yes. Truly? Truly. No one wrote it. You can ask Emily it. or anybody. Oh, I can ask Emily because yes. she was right there writing it with no, you? No, she kidding. wasn't even there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was right next to you typing. I, typing. I owned my Yes. Shoot. Okay. I'm just saying. I wish you, I had the shift I mean, when I was owning my Everybody's shit. got to get off their altar and own their stuff and if you've if you've exhibited you know behavior in the past that's been fearful or what if it has to do with race or covid or whatever own it and move well and move i i like on. what you're saying shannon is move i like towards. i i like if you know i i mean i i'll try to draw it real quick is like okay uh and it'll He's be drawing. bad why are you drawing you know, you know oh no yes they they use that um i used to use that uh drawing in ministry you know because the cross you lay the cross across it and that closes the gap if you have a spiritual gap okay so right here i'm i'm got this i don't know if you can see it me no my stuff you can't see it my Just stuff picture one yes. side of the gap is my me mine's kind of looks stuff. like a boob yeah. Okay. <laughs> it it looks like a the lights down. are completely watching it out. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's it's a right. U, and on one side of the U, he says my stuff, and on the other side of the U, it says what? Other stuff. Other stuff. And so it's like, okay, what is the other stuff? It's that not it, too that difficult I'm, of a drawing. Yes. People can't picture but it. But I, I like. <laughs> but I'm getting back to I like your I like what you're saying that we're we're gonna do a bod pod. Podcast. podcast we're not doing a podcast <laughs> after covid there is no podcast <laughs> covid 20 yeah no no uh, podcast I, okay but go I, ahead a podcast uh you know pod slash v podcast cast you know where you can watch us or listen to us yes. on owning your stuff but when you own your stuff it's like okay what's the other stuff that's getting in the way you know owning owning your responsibility you know, that is, I think that is great. It's like, man, spend some time. What is, what are, you know, you might not know your blind spots. Ask your spouse, a ask a loved don't. one. Yeah. You know, they're you blind them. spots. Yeah. You can't see them. Okay. <laughs> but find out what your blind spots are. And that's what I appreciate about you. You pointed out some blind spots in the last, during this COVID time in me. And I go, I will boom. always point out your blind spots. I have no problem doing the, that. The good thing is I can take it. I don't know if someone else in this you room can, because, can take it. No, because it's truth. When I speak truth, you can't help but. I it. own it. I don't know if someone else yeah, on no, this yeah, I'm podcast I'm can see her water. blind spots. Mm -hmm. But she can. I'm just going there. But hey, there it, there is a. Uh, equity i liked uh i don't know if anyone else does please respond give us a little feedback on this podcast if you like this topic you know if you understand what we're talking about yeah i mean people may not even understand we may just be blabbing on but um but sometimes we do that that's what we do that's why we have the podcast so we can yeah. blab on and if you're interested <laughs> in casa Kalina, reach out to k at casa Kalina, or follow us on facebook so you can see us and and then you else. can check in and we'll help bye thank you